It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. And we do this little thing for you called the post-game podcast. His name is Al. I'm Jerry. What's up? Jerry, I found a concert we can go to together at uh, PNC Art Center next summer. Next summer? Just announced uh, today. Oh, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. So it's Sammy Hagar. Oh, I'm interested. With Michael Anthony, who played bass yeah, in Van yeah. Halen. Joe Satriani on guitar. Okay. Jason Bonham on drums. Wow. Doing Van Halen songs. No kidding. This a weekend? I, I, I saw July 27th. I haven't looked. Even if it's a Wednesday, you're going. I'm in. Because, you know, that's a day I could take, uh, you know, in the summer, take the, the next day off. Absolutely. July I would be 27. so into that. Not only am I going to look up the day right now, yeah. I'm going to put it in my calendar. <laughs> July 27th, PNC. Saturday night. Oh, baby. I'm putting this in. All those Sammy Hagar Van Halen songs. Sammy Hagar, PNC. Going. Yeah. So Joe Saturani will do all the Eddie Van Halen licks. Michael Anthony was in Van Halen, and the drummer is John Bonham of Led Zeppelin's son. Uh, which is amazing. And his stuff on YouTube is phenomenal. Oh, and I saw the opening act. Oh, you did already? Oh, so they're touring already? No, they, they announced. Oh, the opening act. I'm sorry. I'm thinking the opening song. Sorry. Lover Boy. Yeah, okay. Turn me loose. Eh. Everybody's working for the week. That guy's fat now, Overplayed by the way. song. Uh, lover boy guy is fat, but he embraces it. He's oh, fat. Fine. He still wears the bandana. I'm gonna be fat, be fat. Who cares? Yeah. I'm interested in that. Yeah, no, I don't care about the. But you know what? And I'm sure in this case, will you can leave us? Yeah, I'll hang in the parking lot still. for lover boy. Yeah, oh. I'm not getting in for. I don't really need to Man. see that. But I want it, and I know I got a half hour. Yeah, for the switchover, the yes. changeover. So I will stay in the parking lot with. I'm sure Kim will go. See if anybody else is going, and if not. We'll party. Oh, yeah, Jerry. You're not going to be like a lame-o, though. No. Like, you're just going to show up, park, and go in? No, Jerry. I'm going to just drink some beers. Okay. I'm making sure. I'm going to have me some beers. I'll probably do some shots. I'll probably get... Great. I will bring the uh, I'll bring the fireball. Okay. One fireball one before fireball the show and, and one beer. Okay. Is that fair? That's very fair. Okay. Uh, man, I'm going to get me, me a Van Halen t-shirt. But it's not Van that. Halen. I know, but... Well, I, I would suggest getting a Sammy Hagen. Sammy. Shirt. How about this? I can't drive 55 Perfect. t-shirt. That is going to be awesome. Or I have a shirt that says Cabo Wabo at home. Oh, that's a good oh, one, We Jerry. went there 20 years ago. You wear that one. I can wear that. And I'll wear the other one. I like it. Maybe I would wear, be in for that. Maybe I'll wear a, a Loverboy uh, t-shirt instead. 
You could do that too, I'm the sure. The album cover where the dude's wearing leather red pants. And you'll make him feel bad about himself because <laughs> he'll see a guy who weighs 160 pounds in shape. I'm going to say Loverboy probably has more songs than you know you know. I know, but that genre of like 80s yeah, music, you're not I interested. don't really like. Yeah, it was just... I w- it was just in my wheelhouse, just outside of your wheelhouse. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. But those Van Halen records with Sammy Hagar, awesome. Sign me up. one two. Yeah, great. Fifty one fifty for unlawful carnal knowledge. Yep. F U C K, as they say. Fifty one fifty, great record. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you eight one two. What are the other ones? I don't know, but I'm in. Okay, I'm in as well, Jerry. So yesterday I did go for my colonoscopy. Let me ask you this: When you look for a doctor doesn't matter what the specialty is. Would you... Here's here's what I'm, I'm going to give you um, two options for a doctor. This doctor is really good. Not a great bedside manner. Hmm. This doctor's pretty good. Really nice guy, too. Yeah. Which one are you picking? Second guy. Really? Yeah. Why, so, why is that? Because as long as he's good enough, I'm yeah. good. Because it's mostly machines now anyway, right? It is. And there's so many people that help and so many different eyes on the imaging that I feel like it's not 1922 where you go see the doctor Mm -hmm. and he's the only guy that looks at you. Yeah. It's different. You're right. Because I had forgotten this, but when I chose my doctor, I chose my doctor based on reviews. Yeah. And he had a lot of reviews, but a lot of the reviews said... Not the best bedside manner. This is the guy that yelled at you last time? No, no, no. That that doctor was from a long time ago. And it and I had forgotten about it till I went yesterday. I only saw the actual doctor. He came in when I was just coming to. And he just was so quick and gone. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know I could identify this doctor in a lineup. Isn't that something? Yeah. So you only dealt with the nurses basically. Those the nurses who were tremendous. They were really great. And in fact, in fact, I even said something to Gina. I said, you know, it's so weird. Like this nurse who I dealt with has to say the same things to people mm-hmm. over and over again about what she's going to do. Yeah. What, to, And she, she was so nice and kind and caring about it. I was like, she must do this a hundred times a day. Like, did it make I, you feel weird that she was about to see your bare ass? No, I don't think she did. I think she was the outside uh, nurse. But that she was, could. Take, she could have. She could have. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She could have. Here's what I also found a little bit strange in this situation. You know, you're there's a lot of uh, you're in the area that before you go in, yeah. so you're in a bed with an night regular IV mm-hmm. just going through, and they're hooked up to heart monitor and yep. thing, and that's when like the nurse will come over and just confirm your birthday, confirm all this stuff. But there are so many people in the area. And you have a curtain if you need to get yeah. get dressed, which you do. But otherwise, they have the curtain open. And they're asking questions of the patients wherein I can hear the other patients. Sure. And they can hear me. And there was one question. In, there were a couple questions in particular. I, I didn't think we all should be hearing about the other person. Okay. Like she said, uh, like they would ask, um, what medications are you on? Okay. Now, if I'm on taking Viagra on a regular basis, I don't want to out loud say, I take Viagra, Cialis. Fair uh, enough. I like, don't, that, mm. So, for, for example, I heard a woman across from me say, Prozac. I was okay. Like, oh, interesting. I shouldn't know that. 
No, I, I, I agree with you. It could be done in a better way. Yeah. I, to me, it would almost be like it's something you should fill out prior to. They look it over and they ask you to confirm it. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing. You do fill it out prior. You do tell them, but they 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 confirm reconfirm everything so many times. Yeah, I hear you. I think ever since that one doctor took off the wrong person's yeah, well, uh, leg, the uh, the, yeah. the wrong leg, they like they now do that super again. Super confirm everything, right? Which is not a bad thing, but I understand that you're doing it out in the open. That kind of sucks. Yeah, it was just a little weird, and they're like. Because to me, I think what it does is it encourages you not to tell the full truth. Right, which you cannot do. Right. Like, if I was taking Viagra and you I don't want to... said no? I would have said no. I, was, I wouldn't have said, oh, I take Viagra. But maybe that would do something with my heart. Well, yeah. That's what right. I'm saying. So I'm, that's what I'm asking you. If you did take it, you think you would have lied in that spot with people around? Probably. Oh, God. I would have rolled the dice on it. Okay. Then there was a there was a girl that I that was uh, next to me that I couldn't see. Nurse, what is going on with his penis? <laughs> Why does he have a boner to get a colonoscopy? <laughs> well, doc, you do have a device in his butt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so there was another girl who was like um like a teenage type okay. girl, old enough, but she was there with her dad. Yeah, the dad was in the waiting room, but I knew that she was the one next to me, mm-hmm. even though the curtain. And I heard her tell the nurse, because they asked, she smokes marijuana a couple times a day. I felt like, should I go tell the dad? No! You don't go tell the dad, you prick. <laughs> no! Just so you know, I heard your daughter. Mind your own business Say once. she smokes marijuana. No. Holy cow. Maybe he smokes with her. Who knows? And I always feel so proud when they go, do you smoke? I go, no, I don't. Do you do drugs? No. Do you drink alcohol? I go, Couple beers on a Saturday, nothing crazy. I have my whole. Hey, Merv, we got a boar fest over here. <laughs> <laughs> when they ask, do you smoke marijuana? They go, it's okay if you do. We just like to know to for know. the try. Yeah. yeah, they try to make it seem like it's a no it's judgment okay. zone. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Then the other thing was like, I uh, the other interesting thing is that um, you you do have to get naked and then put on that the robe, the robe with yeah. the opening in the back. Mm-hmm. And I kept hearing them tell the women, they go, you can leave your bra on. <laughs> I don't know why that felt so weird that I was hearing oh my that. God, if they would have said you could leave your panties on, you might have whipped your penis out and started doing <laughs> things to yourself. I would not have done that, Jerry. <laughs> but then I another woman. You talk louder. <laughs> another woman called the nurse over. She goes, on second thought, I, I'd like to remove my bra. <laughs> And the Viagra kicked in. <laughs> Did you yeah. take a peek? Uh, no, I was trying like to pretend I was asleep because I felt awkward for these women. That here's this bald guy just laying there, <laughs> listening to them all talk about their bras. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Meantime, you're sitting there sleeping. You got a tent going uh, up in midsection. Yeah. Then um, I was, I I took the. This pills. was the first time it was an option for me to be able to take the pills with mm-hmm. a lot of water yep. as opposed to drinking that disgusting yes. tasting liquid. Which is horrendous. And it was a world of difference. Really? Oh, my gosh. So how much water did you have to drink? So <clears throat> there, there is a total of 24 pills. Wow. 12 late afternoon and then 12 in the morning. Really? Yeah. So you're not done <clears throat> no. in the morning. No, you got it. And that's the same with the drink, too. You have In the morning, you have to drink if you were doing the drink. Wow. 
Yeah. So this is what they told me. They go, okay, take 12 pills with 16 ounces of water. That's it? Well, that that's just what. No, no. Just get, I'm surprised 12 pills gets <clears throat> all that down with 16 ounces. Yeah. Okay. 12 pills, 16 ounces of water. An hour later, drink another 16 ounces of water. Not terrible. 30 minutes after that, your final 16 ounces of water. That's not bad at all. It was not bad at all. It was 48 ounces in a couple of hours. Yeah. I drank 100 ounces uh, for a flow test a couple of weeks ago in 90 minutes. Yeah. This is what I mean. Like, it was not bad. And then the morning one, it's just the tw- uh, 12 pills with 16 ounces of water, and that's it. Oh, that's not bad at all. It was not bad at all. And, in fact, you're drinking so much water that you're not hungry. Yeah, you're bloated. Yeah. And even that, to me, is not a ton of water, in my opinion. Yeah. No, it was, it was so, oh, my gosh, so much better. Yeah, maybe I'll do that next time. Yeah. Because I got to do it in the spring, I believe. Yeah, I would highly recommend that. All right. If your doctor uh, offers that. Yeah. I did. Well, I, I'm going to make sure I'm going to ask for it. Yeah. That's what I did. I asked for it. I weighed myself before starting the pills, and then I weighed myself before heading out the door to go to the test, and 3.8 pounds. Yeah. But a lot Double of Double than I thought. It's not all... No, it's, it's all water and water. Like, yeah, it's everything. Because you really dehydrate yourself with the medicine, I guess. You're emptying out. Yeah, you're emptying out. But, Talk about like a blank canvas of a body at that point. Right. Really, I mean, if Starting you want, fresh. I'm not, I would never suggest this, but it sounds like a great idea as a restart. Yes. A one-day reset, and now you have a clean diet and see how long you can go. Right. And treat your body right. Yes. Yeah, I, I totally agree, yeah. I was... uh Interested to, I was, I was all in everybody's business in the waiting room. Just you're kidding, kidding. really? <laughs> you shocking? Just checking people out, trying to figure out: Are you the person getting a procedure, or are you the person driving the person? Because this is another thing I didn't know. If Gina wasn't able to take me, I was just going to take an Uber. Hey, you told me that's not allowed. They won't. You can't leave with the Uber driver. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought as long as you had a ride. So what if you're not with someone? I don't know. Like, what if you're a, a person who lives here and your family's from California and you don't have anybody? I don't know. You better find a friend. Yeah, I guess so. Because it said that that person's responsible for you when you leave. That's the, you're a lonesome loser. That's tough. I could, I suppose I could have got an Uber driver and said, listen, you're my brother. <laughs> How are you going to set that up? <laughs> my brother's also an Uber driver. Right. And he's driving me. In the messages when you call up the Uber, please come into the hospital and tell them you know me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> tell them you're here to see your brother. I give you an extra $10 tip. Yeah. <laughs> Just be responsible for me. That's funny. Because I forgot you're not supposed to drive even after. I wonder yeah. if I was even supposed to drive to work today. I think today. I don't think any part of last night you were supposed to. But once you get that like uh, sleep in, then you're probably better. Yeah, I know Kim had this done, but she had it done in the morning. And they, I think they said she could drive after 6 p.m. Oh, okay. She had it done at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And she didn't. She just, whatever. She's like, I'll start fresh tomorrow. But I, it, there's a certain time period for all the medi- medication to really wear off. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. Um, to wear off to where it's out of your system. That seems like an easy job, the anesthesiologist. Easy job? Well, once, they, once you know yeah. how to do it. Yeah, but... If you put in too much, you could kill yeah. somebody. But it's and all... if you don't put in enough, they wake up. Both cases happened to me. <laughs> Same procedure. But if they do the math, they go, okay, you weigh 170. You're supposed to get this much. That's the math equation. No, I understand. But I'm just saying it's. I, you're right. But in theory, everything is easy if you do it the right way. Yeah. 
one slip up, you're talking about you're talking about a human body you could end up killing. I also think it's weird that they 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 go based on the patient telling you how much they weigh. They don't weigh you? No. I wonder if I lied then that day. Right. You don't <laughs> want to lie and then not get enough. That's a weird one stuff. though, because I right. It's not that they because they clearly didn't give me enough because I woke up in the middle of it last time. But at the same time, I always thought they gave me too much because of the jolt that I felt. But it was probably just too quick. Yeah. As opposed to count. I remember they were like, count to 10 by the time you get to like four. You know, I was like 10. <laughs> I woke up in the middle like, oh. Yeah. What was it? <gasps> Is it supposed to feel like that? No. It's wild. You're not good. Well, it's maybe also apprehensive of wanting to have that done again. Yeah. Because of that. That's supposed to be the easy part. Right. The part that you looked forward to. Yeah, I was looking forward to I it. I don't. I can tell you right now, when I go forward again, I'm going to have anxiety about that. Don't kill me, please. Yeah. Yeah. You were jolted. I was jolted. Jolted right to sleep. Yep. I know. Yeah, they had started it um, when I first got into the the procedure room. I said, oh, I'm kind of feeling that. They go, yeah, we put you on a mild... Like, they're already starting to drug me up. No kidding. Oh, wow. And just even, enough. And that was in the IV? Yeah. Just enough for me to be, like... To stop bothering people in the waiting room? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right. They should have given it to me when I was out front. To stop you from getting aroused when you hear about the girls and their yeah. panties and their bras? Turns out I would like help with my bra. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll help. <laughs> I'll help you, ma'am. Get this creep out of here with your bra. <laughs> I thought they uh, had you keep your underpants on, and then they just take them off you. Yeah, you think they cut them? Do you think they want to be dealing with people's underpants? No. Imagine what that looks like. Right. Ugh. I also was thinking that, like, what are they seeing? Horrible stuff. Because after I was done with all my stuff in the morning, and I realized I was done, I showered. Yeah. Really washed my butt. You know, people aren't. No. They're pooping and coming right to the doctor. How'd you do in a colonoscopy Ugh. in like 1977? Oh my god! With all of that going Eesh. on down there, and the primitive equipment they probably had, they must have some high tech stuff now. I guess I would think so. Right. So the virtual colonoscopy from Princeton Longevity Center—you don't have to clean yourself out. Uh, you do, but G didn't. He worked and went over there. Yeah, 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 I guess you're right. I got to find that out. Yeah. Because I, it doesn't mean anything, but I don't have it in my family. Yeah. Or at least not that I'm aware you're of. You're not high risk. Right. So to me, it's worth, especially if I want to go there again, which I am planning on. I, to me, I. I'm going every year. Prince right. Longevity. I don't see why I wouldn't go every year. Um, every, even 18, every 18 months, something like that. So like, why not just add that and do that in one shot? And then if I right. have to go for the right, I will. But if, I, if there's no need for, and that's, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I don't I don't think he had to do that. But maybe he didn't, didn't tell us. Who knows? You know what? It, he doesn't eat in the morning anyway. Yeah, so. it might have been that thing where you didn't have to clean yourself out, but you probably had a maybe fast. couldn't eat for like 12 hours. That could be possible. I got to ask him about that. Because <clears throat> when I went or one time just for the endoscopy, which goes down your throat, yeah. that was just they don't eat after midnight the day before your procedure. Because right. by that point, it's passed through your stomach. And mm-hmm. How'd that come out? Uh, oh, you had the polyps on there, too. Yeah, a couple polyps down yeah, there, too. That's not good. Uh, yeah. But a, a doctor called in off the air. He was mad that we were giving fake news information. He's like, polyps, unless they're a certain size, they're not going to turn into cancer. Oh, is that blah, true? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I read in my report. He said, I, I probably 
most likely I'm clean. Oh, good. Okay. I hope so. I hope he was a real doctor and not just a listener. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't know. We don't know. Right. Right. So let's wait for the real doctor to tell you the information. I'll wait for the real doctor, yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So I was also curious, like, what else do they do at those surgery centers? They do a lot. They do, right? Yeah, they do a lot. I'm trying to remember if I got, like, a uh, my hernias done in one of those type places. You might have. You might have. Surgery center. I know. I had something done at a surgery center in Red Bank, and I'm, I'm, I don't remember what it was. Like, other than colonoscopies and endoscopies, what else are they doing in there? They doing uh, uh, knee my, surgeries? Oh, you know, my wife had foot surgery in one. Yeah, so what? how do they decide what's hospital surgery? Maybe what's life-threatening and what's not life-threatening, perhaps. Right, they're probably not doing open-heart surgery at the surgery center where I'm... Uh... No, I wouldn't think so. But I And and I know anytime you have surgery, it's serious. I'm not... Yes. But I maybe statistically proven a foot surgery isn't going to kill most people. Yeah. Um, whereas a, a brain surgery or a heart surgery could be could be fatal if you make the wrong mistake and you want to be in the right place. And I know there's a difference between the type of anesthesia you get to have a colonoscopy and the type you get to have surgery. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing, though, like there's some sort of, we've figured out a drug that will have it so that I can cut you open yeah, and you're not going to be screaming. Yeah, we'll That's feel a thing. wild. Or know anything that Mike's, my, my, you know, my son had his skull cut open and had a tumor removed. Right. In, and it was an eight-hour procedure, and that night was awake talking to us and felt nothing. Yes. And what amazed me about that was even after all of that the next day, it was hard. With a, There was so much medicine and cleaning the, the area where they cut and never any pain. Now, he did have pain medicine, but he never took this the hard stuff. He took the... Um, like the equivalent of the strongest Tylenol yeah. that they offer. We never got to the the addict. What, what's the um, Ox, um, we never got to the Percocet oxy or the, oxy? No, yeah. he never took. Mm, you know what? No, now that you say that, he might have taken Percocet the first night to go to sleep. That was it, and then the rest of the time was all Tylenol, and and I couldn't believe it. And and literally, he had a surgery on a Thursday, I believe it was. I remember, I remember Cowboys played, <laughs> so stupid how I remember this stuff. <laughs> the Cowboys, I believe, played the Lions that Sunday, and I didn't do the game because we, we picked them up from the hospital, and I got home. We literally got home just in time for kickoff, and we watched the game together, and he was in and out of sleep. So that was a Sunday he came home. I want to say within 10 days of coming home, he was shooting hoops in the backyard. Like, think about that. And also the fact, as you say, he was asleep for eight hours and knocked out to the point where he's going to be okay, but we're going to cut his skull open and he's not going to feel a thing. Right. What? Yeah. It's bizarre. And they figured out that anesthesiology type stuff a long time ago. Like, that's a that's a really old... And getting better every year. Yeah, I don't know how they figured that out. I don't either. Well, and you, we always talk about who's the first one to try. Right. Like, somewhere, someone tried it first... And they didn't have the right formula. Let me know if you feel this. (laughs) (laughs) Cut into your leg. (laughs) So you do, you are feeling this. So that didn't work. Yeah. (laughs) That must be, you must have, like, were you in a waiting room that whole time? Oh, yeah. Eight hours? Eight hours. And as I've told you, what was worse was it was during COVID. Yeah. And so when we got there, we just assumed me and my wife would go upstairs with them. 
And we got to the desk, like, all right, which one's going? And which one's uh, staying down here? Like, what? They're like, oh, one person, that's it. And I was like, all right. And I remember saying, like, uh, oh, okay, good good luck. <laughs> like, because clearly she was going to go with him. Yeah. And then it was was supposed to be, they took him at 8.30. It was supposed to be five and a half hours, I want to say. So I think by three, we were expecting to be upstairs with him. And by 4.30, we still hadn't heard anything. And you, you start to panic. And then finally, they called us. And then we saw the doctor. And it was the tumor was a lot bigger than they initially knew or could tell with the imaging. But he got it all. And then, as I've told you, then they lost him. They forgot what floor they put him on. Right, when you wanted to go see him. And we couldn't. An hour. I've never seen my wife so scared. And just, that's the only word I can use. Mad, scared, uh yeah, petrified, furious. Like, those emotions were coming quick. And then finally it was, oh, no one told you? He's on the seventh floor because the eighth floor. No, no one told us. Like, paging our son. We lost your son. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was bizarre. Yeah. That was probably, you know what's so fun? It's so interesting about what he had done. That was probably the worst part of the experience. It was about a 45 to 60-minute window where they where they wouldn't tell us or didn't realize where he was. Like how does that happen? That's very strange. Yes, yes. So other than that, it was it was a it was an easy experience. We know he's here somewhere. Yeah, great. Thanks. They were probably giving you that too, right? We know. Listen, uh, we, we he were, didn't leave the hospital. We yes. know he's here somewhere. And they were like, "Don't panic. Everything's fine. No alarms have gone off. We just have to see where they took him." Yeah, we just need right, to fine. figure out. Can you make out a phone call? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. And I remember one time I was in front of her. Yes, I'm looking for Matthew. Yeah, R E. Uh huh. Oh, you don't. And I remember, I remember thinking, like, "Huh," is not a response I was <laughs> hoping to get on the phone. You don't say. That's like, hmm. oh man, yeah, hmm. it was rough. Hmm. That was rough. Um, one more related note: I had uh, bone broth. Yeah, that I, because, bone broth because you <laughs> you could have bone broth as part of your. Yeah. I'd say we might need to start putting that in our diet. You know, bone broth has like nineteen grams of protein in it. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I'm like, why am I not drinking? Because you're broth? having 17 eggs every afternoon. I think you're fine. <laughs> I swear to God, if you switch out eggs now for bone broth for lunch, I'm not talking to you anymore. It did remind me that Boomer, a couple yeah, times over did the his years, fasting. yeah, he would do like a bone broth mm-hmm. thing where he'd be like, you know what I'm having instead of coffee this morning? Bone broth. <laughs> like, really? And you used to make fun of him. Yeah. And now you're thinking of replacing your lunch with bone broth. But I also might have just loved the bone broth because I wasn't eating anything. Sure. Why don't you go home and have bone broth for lunch? That's how it feels. <laughs> it's not going to fill me. Did you start eating normal again this morning? Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. I went right back to my normal stuff. Well, I mean, your normal is better than almost everybody's normal. Yeah, so. not terrible. Not that's, not terrible. You eat two pieces of celery, a protein bar, and, and, and a grape. I think you're good. <laughs> and now, Jerry, bone broth. <laughs> and bone broth. Boneless bone broth <laughs> with no bones in it. Right. So you so you basically ate shaved bone. Yes. Ugh. Bone broth. Okay. They also have chicken bone broth, which I'm not interested in. Give me beef bone broth, Jerry. Whatever. To each his own. Boneless. Yeah. All right. Let's do the warm-up show. Tomorrow's Thursday already. Yeah, it's nice when you get that day off in the middle. I don't care if it's for a procedure or not. Agree, because the procedure's over, and right. I feel like I'm up fast-forwarded a day. That's exactly right. And tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday already. We got Thursday night. I don't even know who's playing Thursday night. I think the Steelers are playing the 
Ravens. Mm. Really? I think we have a good Thursday night football A good uh, uh, NF- AFC North battle? I think, yeah. I think there's a, hold on, Thursday. I'll tell you right now. Thursday night football is. Football. Uh, oh, come on, you piece of crap. Here we go. Week, it was week 11? Week right? 11, yeah. All right, so week 11, we've got. No, that can't be right. What do you got? Oh, yeah, I'm right. I got the teams wrong, right division. Bengals-Ravens. Oh, that's a good, good one. Good game. That's a good one, Jerry. Bengals-Ravens. Yeah. I'm not going to look at anything else because I don't want to ruin cool games. But yes, Perfect. That's a good start. All right, Jerry, I'll see you here tomorrow. And if I don't see you here tomorrow, I'll meet you July 27th at the Sammy Hagar uh, concert. Yes, and I like to get the um, the prime parking. Me too. So up near the ticket booth and yeah. that parking lot, that's where I'll be set up. Perfect. We'll play some beer pong. I'm all for prime corn parking. And you'll have some fireball. Okay. Consider it done, Jerry. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, it takes a knee and the New York Giants. Super Bowl 42 champion. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Here we go, it's 5.02, it is Wednesday, we are midweek, it's nice to see you, the Eddie Scazzeri, what is up, and he is back from his procedure, he looks fit, healthy, and ready to roll, his name is Al Charles Dukes, what's up? Good morning, Jerry, How hang you feeling? on, I have to go poop. Just kidding, Jerry, uh, I'm all cleared out. You feeling good. good? Yeah, all good, Jerry. Good. It's good to clear uh, out your bowels. I every... always say we should do that like once every couple months. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe if you just did it once a year. All right. Twice, Twice a, year. a year. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. I feel like I'm starting fresh, Jerry. I've got a whole fresh start. So maybe would you like a Snickers? No, I don't because I've got a whole fresh insides right well, now. Well, you wouldn't eat that anyway. So. Right, but what I'm saying, like now I really don't need to eat it because I, I have you. to fully clear it out. So it's lettuce and water today. Lettuce and water is uh, from here on out, Jerry. That's it's, it. I'm uh, also going to be on a fast, uh, I think. I did. Uh, I fasted for a full 24 hours. Didn't feel all that crazy. Nah, you get past a couple of the urges and you're okay. Right. Once you get past the initial urges, you can make it. And you stay busy. Well, I didn't because nope. I didn't have anything to do. I just would scroll Twitter every 10 seconds. Oh, that sounds terrible. Oh, my gosh. Well, I did watch a lot of Netflix stuff. So okay. I did. You're right. I did keep busy. And then I just kept running to the bathroom every few minutes. 
Uh, you know, Jerry, they used to say about pro wrestling that it was like a soap opera for yeah. men. Yeah. I feel like that's what the NFL is now. Okay. It's a soap opera for men. I don't disagree with that. Right? It's like they just... I'll tell you one soap opera I'm yeah. tired of. Which one? Is Aaron Rodgers. I've had enough of Aaron Rodgers. Well, and here's the thing with Aaron Rodgers. He's become now, like, when is Aaron Rodgers coming back is the brand new, is Tom Brady coming out of retirement? Yeah, 100%. It's every all, week. Every, every week, week it's, it's a, the same it's a conversation. I, yep. It's the same question. Yep. And it's Over. him doing it. Well, because he keeps appearing on the, the Pat McAfee show. Well, the Melissa Stark thing is what really took center stage for Monday night. Well, he claims he didn't say that. No, that's now what he claimed was he didn't say exactly what she said. He did admit that he said, yes, I'd like to come back, and I'm trying to come back. He he didn't say what she said verbatim, I would I would characterize it as. Well, some people think she took the quotes from talking to his doctor and attributed them to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, listen, he keeps saying he plans to come back. Yes. But also now is giving you the caveat that we got to be in it. Got to be in it to win it. So, And if they win it... Here's what they have to do. They got to go win two or three more games in the next six, and they're going to be in it. It's not like they got to go five and zero oh to get yeah. back in it. They are very much in this thing. I also loved how how quickly fans are just jumping off the Bills bandwagon up there. Oh, they look like a mess. But that's a the fans are. What do I always tell you? In every city, in every sport, every single fan base. I shouldn't say every. Most fan bases are all front runners. They're all front runners. And then I love how, like, they got there immediately. The talk was Josh Allen hasn't been the same since Brian Dayball left. Let's pair Brian Dayball and Josh Allen. Meanwhile, every time we try to blame a quarterback, everyone tells us how it's everybody else's fault. So why is it now Josh Allen's fault in I, Buffalo and not uh, the offensive line? Well, I would say in Josh Allen's case, you expect better of him. Yeah. Like, he makes a lot of dumb throws that you don't expect from a quarterback at this point in his career. Like, people expect Josh Allen now to be the next Super Bowl-winning quarterback the same way they expect Joe Burrow to go out there. They expect Josh Allen to be not a reason you lose, but a reason you win. Josh Allen had a lousy game Monday night. Now, they still could have won the game, um, but th- that would be the answer to that. I mean, he just makes bad throws. Bad, even when the Jets beat him, he made bad plays. I feel like we've been talking about the slow decline of the Bills since the end of last year. That's probably right. Yeah, that's probably and true. And now this year, it's like we're not a fr- – like even the beginning of the year, we no one, when we thought we were going to have Aaron Rodgers for the Jets, no one was like going to be afraid of the Bills. They were like, eh, he, they're all right. Well, and it goes to show, which we were talking about yesterday, it also goes to show when you have that window to win. Yeah. Like, it's it's brief. You better win. Like, it's when you've got window. that, right, the Bills were the team in Kansas City where they had the Chiefs beaten and they blew it. And the whole thing Dable didn't want to talk about. Um, that's the type of game. Sometimes you don't come back from that. Maybe the Bills are that team. I don't know. I remember, you know, back in, not to bring it to the Cowboys, but that's what I'm most familiar with, when they won those three those three championships in four years, really long time ago now, in 92, 93, and 95, that window, while they lost players, you still thought they could win. And you realize, you look back, no, that window closed. Even though they still had really good players, it was kind of like it was moving away from them. That's how you kind of feel with the Bills right now. It's like I'm moving away from them. And that's what happens with these teams. That's why people are so in a panic about the Jets. They have a very tiny, small window, and they're ruining it. Uh, yeah, well, the injury to Aaron Rodgers was certainly a big problem. Yeah, that was a window 
closer, Jerry. The pro- you know, the problem with the Jets, and you weren't here yesterday, obviously, to uh, break down the game as you usually like Yo, to. Yeah, I love to break down a game. Like, that was another game. You're going to look back. They're 4-5 and five right now, and I can make every case that they should probably be 6-3. and three. Now, that's not 8-1. and one, That's not 9-0. and oh, But if they were 6-3, and three, they'd be tied with the Dolphins right now for first place. And it's not a stretch to say that they've given games away. That game in Vegas the other night, I mean, my God, how they lost that game. Awful. I know, but it also sounds funny to still pretend like the Jets are a playoff team. They're they're not. They're not good. No, they're not. Offensively, they're awful. Defensively, they're good, but they're not. I've always said they're not great. They're good. Yeah, they But offensively, they can't score. So how are you supposed to win games and believe it? Right. Until we see it, I wouldn't believe it. That's why everyone is like still talking about the Jets being in a playoff team. Like, God, stop. For what? Like, they're not, they don't score a touchdown. Ever. They're not going to be a playoff team. They're Just a field goal team. It. Yes, you're a field goal team. If you're playing team. another scrub team like the New York Giants or the Raiders, you can hang into those games. But everybody isn't the Raiders and the Giants. No, it'd be, this is an interesting week playing in Buffalo. Yeah. Against the team they beat already. The Bills, now I don't know what the hell it means firing Ken Dorsey, but whatever. They fire their offensive coordinator. And I, I always love when the head coach is like, I just felt like we needed a change. Well, maybe you're the change they need. <laughs> How about you get out? So I put in my two weeks notice. Oh, my gosh. Right. So they wind up getting rid of Ken Dorsey. I don't know if that'll make a difference or not, but I would think you're going to have a Bills team that's pretty pissed with the way they gave that game away Monday night against a Jet team that uh, can't score. Right. Ken Dorsey, he was the guy. He was quarterback at University of Miami. Yeah, Ken Dorsey, yeah. So – you know, I went to a Rutgers football game this year. Mm-hmm. My previous time going to a Rutgers football was game. Was when Ken Dorsey was playing quarterback at Miami? Correct. Against Rutgers in uh, wherever they were playing, New Brunswick. Yeah. This is the last time I was at a game. Ken Dorsey quarterback. It's a long time ago. Ken Dorsey, baby. He's yeah. now available, Jerry, if you want him from your team. No, I'm good. You're all right where you're at? You know who the Cowboys offensive coordinator is? No. Brian Schottenheimer. People don't even know that because Mike, no there's such a big story about Mike McCarthy calling plays. Right. But Kellen Moore went to the Chargers, and so McCarthy's like, I'm calling plays. But they still hired an offensive coordinator. But no one knows it's Brian Schottenheimer because he doesn't call the plays. It's probably best to not know the offensive coordinator. If we know you, you're probably doing something wrong. Unless you're dynamic. Unless you're dynamic. Then exactly. you want to know who the offensive coordinator is. That's true, Jerry. I also fell for another soap opera type of situation here with uh, pro football. So I see the headline, Tom Brady has dinner with Aaron Andrews. I was like, oh, baby, is this a juicy one? Aaron Andrews is married. Yeah, that's what made it juicy, Jerry. And then as you read the article, met with Aaron Andrews and a bunch of other people from Fox to go over his <laughs> to, go, to go over his broadcasting career. You fell for it. That suckered right in. That is very funny. They sucked me right in, Jerry. Did you get to see any of the, um, speaking of Aaron Andrews, I know you watch Red Zone, but did you get to see any of the new Fox promo with her, Tom Rinaldi, Greg Olson, and Kevin Burkhart? No. It's very, it's very well done. Is that right? They have like wrestling type shirts made up for them. And I don't remember who they are, but they all have really cool names. And they Burkhart's is, uh, they call him Lil KK, or Lil Boy KK, something like that. And he's furious with it. Then he throws it in the trash, and the other three are like, what's wrong with him? It's it's actually very funny. I'll have to uh, check that it, out. It's pretty good. It maybe is pretty I'll, good. Maybe I'll YouTube it, Jerry. I'm figuring the only thing left for Burkhart to do to conquer the world is now get into movies.
Right. Now he's showing he can act. Maybe he'll be the next uh, James Bond. Right, of an Oscar. I guess in 007, starring Kevin Burkhardt. Thank my friends at WFAN, who I left in the dust a long <laughs> you know time what? ago. That's not true. I saw him last week. He couldn't have been more, um, what's the right word? He was curious about how everybody was doing. He seemed to care. Now, did he tell you this through a person, or he actually spoke no, to No, I you? talked to him for about 10 minutes. You didn't have to talk to his people? Not at all. Big hug on the field. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. He was my uh, Super Bowl roommate. Come on now. Yes, I recall in Detroit. In uh, uh, Detroit and Miami. Two years in a row we Look did Look at that, Jerry. Yes, that is mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. The Jets held a players-only meeting. So, Jerry, no, which is going to be stronger? The players-only meeting the Jets held or the disaster that was Buffalo? Because they're both they're playing each other this week, Jerry, and normally a players-only meeting could get you a win or a really bad loss where you fire your offensive coordinator, that could get you a win. Which one's better? I don't think any of it matters until they get on the field and we see. Because a players-only meeting, what exactly are we supposed to be talking about in a players-only meeting? We got to get it together. No, what they should be saying is, hey, offense, you need to score a damn touchdown. That's what they – but they're trying. It's not like they're not trying. I yeah. mean, did you see? Did you see Zach Wilson step out of bounds by by literally two blades of grass the other yeah, night? Two blades. It's not like he's you know he didn't do that on purpose. He was trying to score. You know, you had the touchdown run right after that, holding again. Who do you think leads the players only meeting? On that team, CJ yeah. Mosley. CJ Mosley. Okay, because Gary I don't Wilson's know. the one who told the media about yeah. it. Yeah, I would. Uh, my guess would be CJ Mosley would do that, or a Mackay Becton trying to think of guys that would have some veteran leadership and some clout in that locker room. Can you think of one offensive player? I just said Mekhi Becton. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, but he's not really offense. He's an offensive tackle. I mean, you know what I mean, Jerry. I need a scorer, a quarterback, <laughs> you just a said, running back. Could you think of one offensive player? I don't mean player. a big fat guy I on the line. I picked up an offensive lineman. <laughs> he don't count. I mean, Jerry, a wide receiver, a tight end, a running back. Well, who's back. it going to be? Alan Lazard, he can't catch a cold. You want it to be uh, Uzama? Yeah. He gets cold for holding every time they make a big play. Nope. You want it to be Zach Wilson? He's like a child in the corner that can't score. Who do you want it to be? That would have been great if it was Zach Wilson. Like, listen, you guys better get it together. <laughs> I'm not, wasting my career here. It is not going to be Zach Wilson. <laughs> I'll give you one. How about a guy who's been around the block and played in big games, Dalvin Cook? Well... He's not having what, a great what, year. Well, but he's a veteran leader in the locker room, no, I would wait. think. I saw a great stat one of the uh, writers put out about Dalvin Cook in the last game. He had three carries. He had like a carry for seven yards, yeah. nine yards, and like eight yards. And then, the reason that they didn't keep giving him the ball, the ball made again. no sense. I don't understand why they wouldn't have just kept giving. And and he looked like he had a burst. Like he looked fresh and looked ready to go. And Now, Brees Hall was good too, but he wasn't great. I don't I don't understand. Now here I want to know if you tell me if you think this is coincidence or not. Okay? Okay. Michael Carter stinks, okay? <laughs> Have we seen enough of him? He had a crackback block that cost him fifteen. Yep. That yards. was the other one, yeah. With third He's down conversion. Yep. He's brutal. He has done nothing all year. He's dropped passes. Where is Izzy Abanaconda? Can I see the kid? Haven't we seen enough of freaking Michael Carter? He got cut yesterday. Interesting. That was Joe on Monday. On Tuesday, he was waived. Do mm. you think he uh, was texting Sala? Yes. I do. <laughs> I don't think that's the reason why, but I, I believe I'm sure that was coincidence. Texting. Coincidence, yeah. Coincidence. Joe also believed that the league wanted the Raiders to win. Yeah, we played that because they're the Raiders. Strange. Yeah. Make any hey, that's, that's not strange, actually. Joe has said that many times over the years. 
about they don't want the Jets to win. They want uh, Bill and Brady in the Super Bowl. They want the, they want the Dolphins to win. Uh, they want the Bills to beat. The, he's done that many, many. Joe on Monday was like a, he was like the Eagles' greatest hits album. Right. I did listen to it. I did hear it. The league wants the Jets to lose and the Raiders to win. Uh, you can change the clothes. That's you can his, change the players. He th- did that the other day. That's his Hotel California. Yes. Yes. Exactly right. So it was Joe's greatest hits on Monday. And uh, yeah, well received. And mm. we played it all. Okay. What else do I have for you, Jerry? This is an interesting one. Dan Orlovsky. That's the dude who ran out of bounds, right, in the end zone? Yes, correct. But, He's on uh, ESPN now. Very good analyst. Yes, he is. He uh, says that he heard that Bill Belichick already knows what team he's going to. Who do you hear this from? He can't tell you. You hear it from Bill? He's not saying his source. Would I be surprised? No. Do I 100% believe that? No. That a deal is being worked out where they part ways, and he's already got his next team lined up. Well, is it that he has talked to another team or that he's got his eyes on a team? Because those are two different things. You know, I could see his agent working with Kraft. I, I could see that where they're going to say, listen, let's do this amicably at the end of the season. Uh, I don't think they'll do anything in season. I, I guess they could, but I don't think they would. Um, and then maybe he's looking at different places that would work for him. I cannot imagine, though, in this day and age with social media, with the way stuff gets out and leaked by organizations, I cannot believe that his agent is already having conversations with other teams. Maybe he is. But if I was Kraft then, I'd go right after that team for tampering immediately for draft picks. So I don't I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Where do you think it's going to be? I think well, I actually think Washington. Ugh. I do. I'm so I just have no interest in Washington. No, I get it, but I think Washington fits from the new ownership perspective, looking to make a splash and looking to get better as fast as they can. And what do you do? You go to who you think is the best coach. I think no matter where he goes, failure. Depends on the players. It really does. It always depends on the players. You look at that Patriot roster, all kidding aside. If I asked you right now, who's the best player on the Patriots? Like, I think if I asked you, who's the best player on the Cowboys? I don't. You don't even have to think about it. CeeDee Lamb. Right. And and you could even say, or it could be Dak Prescott, could be Micah Parsons. Like, you could pick different players. If I said, who's the best player on the Giants? Who is it? Saquon. Yeah, no problem. Very easy, very quick. Um, You go around the league... The Dolphins, go. Tyreek You have your pick. Right. You're not even thinking. I ask you right now, who the best player on the Patriots is? The only one I can name is the quarterback. And he stinks. And he's terrible. Now, Matthew Judon, but he's been injured. They're not good. So, while Belichick hasn't been good as a coach, I suppose, since... Although, they did make the playoffs one year without Brady since he left. Their roster stinks. Now, rewind a little bit. Who's responsible for the roster? Bill Belichick. Yeah, that's a problem. But in terms of coaching this team, they stink. They're not good. There's not much talent on that team. So we shall see. All right, we'll take a break. 518. Nice to have you with us. Nice to have uh, Al back as well. And we got Boomer and Geo back for a Wednesday program on The Fan. Actually, there was Raspberry Beret for a minute. <laughs> it actually sounds like a couple different songs, that intro. Yeah, well, I mean, how many different beats are there? You would think. New Rolling Stones right here on the fan. Nice yeah, I love this song. Yeah, it's okay. I don't love it. It's okay. Oh, I'm rocking it out, Jerry. 
you're the one. Jerry, I have some uh, baseball stories for you today. We do have baseball stories. That is correct. Carlos Mendoza met the media, Jerry. If you don't remember, he's the new Mets manager. If I don't remember, he spoke for an hour and a half yesterday. I'm not sure. I don't ever understand why they have this press conference. The guy's at the podium. We do this all the time. All the media members can ask any question they want. Then he's done. Come over here. You need to talk to media. Right. You just talk to them for 45 minutes. Correct. It's so stupid. Yeah. And you're right. Like Mike and Chris used to do that where they'd uh, carry the the 40-minute press conference, then have the guy on the phone. Oh, sure. Absolutely. He just told you everything he had. Yeah, absolutely. That was was a, uh, a Mike and Chris routine. Yeah. No matter who it was, what a head coach. It did. I remember Jason Kidd came to the Nets at a press conference. They put him on. <laughs> like, no one cares about the Nets. Now we're putting Jason Kidd on. Right. Now all of a sudden we care. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Well, he met the media yesterday, Jerry, and people have found it quite awkward when he referenced Gary, Keith, and Ron. And I can't wait to meet and have deep conversations with Gary, Keith, and Ron. <laughs> Now, he was reading that, and people are feeling like he does not even know who Gary, Keith, and Ron are. He might, I don't know. I have no idea. Like that the public relations person wrote that he out He wasn't for him. reading it. He looked up and down. Yeah. As if, I don't want to screw up this name. So I agree it looked odd. And I went back, because I listened to a lot of this. I didn't watch it. And my first thought was, was he looking down at his notes when he answered all questions? To where that would have been a very lazy take and isolate that. It doesn't look good. But no, he that was... From what I've seen so far, that seems so far to only be the only time I saw him look down at the sheet to confirm what he was saying. Do you think they were taking a shot at Gary, Keith, and Ron for like acting like they know better than the Mets organization and the managers? I, not, I don't know what the question was. I don't know. Hmm. Was the question, you've got two Met greats here in Keith Hernandez and Ron Darling? Because remember that was that whole thing that uh, Hernandez either wasn't allowed or never went down to the batting cage under previous regimes that they didn't want him interacting, something like that. Yeah. And then with Buck, he did. He was around. I don't know what the was the question. Are you going to rely on them or I'm not rely on them? Are you going to fall back and utilize them? I don't know. I didn't hear the question. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I feel like he just read it, like randomly read it. I look forward to You think in the with... middle of him making uh yeah. yeah, I don't know that that was the case. Gary, Keith. And Ron. It sounded like AI. Uh, yeah. Except that we have video of him saying it. And he's another guy. I heard one clip at the top of the hour during the Marco update where he's loving the players. We're doing this again where we Yeah, uh, not love to the players. extreme of Mickey Calloway. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, he that, that's the new wave of coaching. We're connecting with players. Got to connect. They got to trust see. you. You're right. I'm going to have their back. Not going to yell at them. I'm like, I'm here to tell the players what to do. I'm not their friend. Yeah, that's not what he said. I'm going to be mean. No, it was, no, we didn't say that either. But he's a baseball lifer, so you hope, like most of them are, Yeah, you hope for success for him. And then uh, I'm starting to love this new Brian Cashman that has emerged, Jerry. He's from, a, he is a different man. He's the he's, douche Brian Cashman, and I love pissed. it. He's annoyed at everybody. Yeah. He was uh, speaking uh, about uh, Giancarlo Stanton. I don't know how we missed this. Yeah. And he said uh, of Giancarlo Stan, he is, quote, going to wind up getting hurt again more likely than not because it seems to be part of his game. To which uh, Stanton's agent, Joel Wolf, responded, warning free agents, quote, to play for that team, you've got to be made of Teflon. 
both mentally and physically, because you can never let your guard down, even in the offseason. I think you get two things here. You've got a GM who is speaking the truth, and you've got an agent protecting his player. The ironic part of all this, or hmm, that's probably not ironic, the interesting part about all this is it's all true. It's all true. Yeah, I mean, he gets hurt every year. So what Brian Cashman said is right, and if I was the agent, I would be protecting my player too. The problem is... The player's always hurt, and he stinks, so, by the way. Yeah, but then the other problem for the Yankees is this uh, Joel Wolf, the agent, also represents the Japanese right-hander, Jerry Yamamoto. Won't matter. Will not matter a lick. How so? How so? If they offer him the most money, guess where he's going to go? Yankees. Exactly. It does not matter. So you don't think that he's going to be like, don't go to the Yankees, they'll badmouth you? Here's where it would matter. Similar offers. Yeah. Maybe he would sway him somewhere else. But if the Yankees come in and blow him out of the water with an offer, that's where he's going. Hmm. You got to put those two things aside. You have to. Have you ever seen this dude pitch? Oh, yeah. I stay up and watch Japanese baseball all, every night. That's why I asked. I thought you did. No, I've never thought seen him pitch. thought you had the pitch. Japanese baseball package. I have never seen him pitch. No. I watched the Korean baseball a little bit during the pandemic. You did. You were getting into that. I did do that. That was better than watching nothing. Yeah. But, no, I have never seen him pitch. No. Here's a. Uh, I never heard of him before last year. Uh, that's true. I've never heard of him either. before. You read the article. <laughs> well, no, no, I was. <laughs> I was aware of his last name. I was like Yamamoto. I do know that name. I got gotcha. you. Here's a stupid thing people are mad about, Jerry. Yeah. Mark Sanchez is under fire. 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 Mark Sanchez, Jerry, is under fire. What did he do during the uh, Commander Seahawks game? There was a matchup between a wide receiver and a cornerback. They both have the last name Brown. Okay. Okay. So it's Seattle cornerback Trey Brown defending commander's wide receiver Diami Brown. I thought You thought I was going to say that wrong. I'm listening. Okay. No, all good. So he said. I don't know the story, so I don't know. He, he said the phrase, that's Brown on Brown crime out there. You know, two guys yeah. named Brown. Yeah. People are saying that was racist because both men are black. What is racist about it? Brown on brown crime. They're mad. Like, legitimately, people are angry really? with them. Yeah. Are we not? Have we gone nuts? The guy's two last names are brown. I don't know. I really, I don't know. You don't I, know, right? I, I, I don't know either. I have no idea. Let's fire everybody. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just want to see something real quick because... What do you want to look for, Jay? What are you going to look for? What are you typing on there? If I could only see your fingers. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know, man. What do you think about that, Jay? Should we lead the protests? I... I'm blown away by what... I didn't didn't know the story. You just gave it to me. I'm trying to process it. I... (laughs) Because it's so stupid. The two guys, same name. That's what he meant. I don't know. You dummies. Okay. In a lighter note. I really have no... I don't know what to say. Yeah. I'll give you this one then. I'll give you a much lighter note. How about that? Uh, That's fine. Patrick Mahomes says that he's uh, worn the same pair of red underpants for every game. And when they get on a particularly hot streak... He don't wash them? Correct. Oh, really? I was kidding. Yeah, he well, ain't washing them. I will tell you. And you sweat down there when you're running around, Jerry. That is very true. I will tell you, my sophomore year of high school baseball, 
Uh, we were pretty good. Yeah. And I wore the same Daryl Strawberry T-shirt under my jersey uh, for like seven games in a row without washing it because I think we had like Ooh. a six or a seven game winning streak. And in that first game, I had a good offensive game. I'm like, you know, I'm going to leave this. And then we won again. And then and I did not wash it. Not quite the same thing. It's a tea, It's a shirt. Yeah, but that's where your armpits are. And as it's a, still gross. Yeah, but I feel like teenage boys smell like onions. Well, it's the hormones kicking. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that's worse. Like I would rather sniff Patrick Mahomes' underpants than a than your high school underarm. If you were wondering. Why don't you come on over here and stick your nose right in my armpit? <laughs> well, you're an adult now. You don't smell like onions. <laughs> it could. You don't know. How do you know? Ooh. If you ate onions, you could emit onion uh, smells. <laughs> yes. You know that. Same way if you eat garlic, you start to smell like uh, garlic. Man. I, yeah. I, listen, why don't you do yourself a favor, go to Kansas City and stick your nose right in uh, Patrick Mahomes' crotch. <laughs> do whatever you want. I don't care. No, when they're off of them, Jerry, I'm not going to go down yeah, near his crotch. because that wouldn't look weird. I'm you're not putting... some sort of weirdo, Jerry. I'm not going to go down by his crotch and sniff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What am I, weird? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. All right, well, good for him. I. Right, what do you want me to tell you? Another interesting thing that this, by the way, came up on the Manning cast on the Monday night game. They still do that? Yeah, evidently. Their 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 ratings are not good anymore. They're well, like also, slowly... they don't do every week, right? That's yeah, why I'm asking. Yeah, you never know the when thing. they're on. Right. Okay. It's like there's this Thai restaurant in Bradley Beach. They randomly are open or not open. You, we don't know. I guess they're doing so well they work when they want to work. Yeah, it's like Manning cares. I don't know when you're on. Yeah. So he also revealed, and I actually was wondering about this when they were letting this happen, and he has confirmed it. Now that the NFL lets players wear any number they want, yeah. he said it's more difficult to read defenses because he used to, he used to be able to glance and see numbers and sure. knowing what numbers were linebackers we've and talked about this before unbelievable no the guys have actually and you've brought this up and we've discussed is that this. right yes a hundred percent that it has made it more difficult for defense for quarterbacks to read defenses because you don't know who anybody is yes you know and you're you're looking for all of a sudden 11 growing up and, and not even just growing up even recently until they made these changes 11 was a quarterback maybe maybe a wide receiver now linebackers are number 11. You know, it's just the whole thing is out of whack. Right. And as you, I feel like I see the number seven all the time on defense. Yeah, oh, for sure. Absolutely. You could see, you could have seven as a safety, as a cornerback, as right. a linebacker. I don't want to be sacked by a number seven. Jerry, as a broadcaster, does it also make Ooh. it more difficult? Good question, no. Eddie. It doesn't. Okay. No, it does not. No. I mean, it's not, it's not uh, traditional. But no, I would say you you have your chart in front of you and you've got a roster in your hand, so not really. I saw a dude on uh, in the NFL this weekend, a kicker kicked the one of the game one of the six game winning field goals. Yeah. It was like number thirty six. Mm-hmm. How about that? How about that? Kickers should wear number one. One. I agree. Maybe one or, three. one or two. One, two, or three. That's fine. I'm even good with I don't know why I'm good with five. You're right. I'm going to do one, two, three, four, five. That's And then that's it. No more. Yeah, that's fine. That's it. That's kicking. You don't want a kicker wearing 99? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, look, Mark Gastineau's kicking. <laughs> I think the Dolphins kicker is. Oh, no, the Dolphins didn't play this weekend. Uh, they were off. That is they correct. Were off. They were off. All right, quick break. 537, Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on the fan. I'm actually surprised that we've gone 45 minutes and you have not brought up the near brouhaha in the NBA. Well, I didn't know it was a near brouhaha. Oh, 
Not only that, it crosses over to wrestling. What happened? So the Timberwolves and Warriors last night, which ended about four hours ago because the game was in San Francisco at Golden State. In the Well, although this happened more like at 1030 because it happened just a minute and a half into the game. You had uh, Clayton, not Clay Thompson, Draymond Green put Rudy Gobert in a headlock. Oh, did he give him uh, the Nolan Ryan? He might have. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't punching him. He was not punching him. But it was like uh, it was Clay. Clay Thompson was involved, and um, McDaniel's was the kid's name on Minnesota. And they came to. They kind of collided, and then the guys got together. Next thing you know, here comes Draymond Green, and he's got him in a headlock, and he's pulling him back. And then Steve Kerr's trying to. It wasn't like Van Gundy and and Morning back in the day. It wasn't that. But you got Kerr trying to pull Draymond Green off him. And, yeah, there was, there was a whole thing to do, big to-do last night at uh, Golden State. Man, Jerry, if you ever find yourself in a headlock, now this I got from watching pro wrestling, what you do, Jerry, is you pick up your opponent and drop him right on his back. There you go. Right on the hardwood hardwood court. Was this a uh, tournament game, Jerry, or a regular NBA game? I, I don't get know. I honestly, I don't know. The net game last night was an in-season tournament game. Right. I don't know if all of these games were. I imagine they were. I'm confused by the whole thing. Me too. Because, and partly, it's. I'm sure it's my fault for not looking into it more. But, like, I turn on Ian last night. He's sitting there with Richard Jefferson as they're about to begin the the broadcast on Yes. And he's like, you know, welcome to the in-season tournament. I'm like, what? What? Tonight's an in-season tournament game. Yeah, I thought they were doing those on Fridays. Apparently, it's Tuesdays and Fridays. The and o- then their next in-season tournament game is November twenty-fifth. It's a week and a half. Like, huh? This the whole thing's stupid. It really. When they said they were doing an in-season tournament, I thought they were doing an in-season tournament. Right. Like, pause the league for two weeks, go have a tournament, and then resume play. Correct. So stupid. Now the only way to tell is well, you got to look at the basketball court. If it looks weird, it's right. a tournament game. If they've got an in-season tournament trophy yeah. on the at midcourt and they got a cool looking floor, fair enough. Because I saw Evans' uh, tweets. He had uh, was tweeting out pictures of the court in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. So did, he was there, and they do look cool. I'm not going to say yeah. they don't. I do like that, but uh, the whole thing's stupid. And by the way, the Nets are good. They Is that right? Yeah, they they're they're fun. They are. They're six and five. How about Who's that? the best guy on the Nets? Mikael Bridges would be Spencer Dinwiddie's right there with him as well. They got I got a lot of players though, a lot of good players. This is you know what this is. This is the Nets before the whole Durant, Irving, and then uh, Harden disaster. This is what they were. They were a young, fun, up and coming team. They are. They're fun to watch. Anybody on that team could put anybody in a headlock that you'd be worried about? Royce O'Neal would drop you on your ass. If he put me in a headlock? Yes. What about I told you I'd lift him up and drop him on his back? Then would, what? Um, you weigh 17 pounds. He probably weighs 230. Good luck. I would use his leverage, his body weight against him. It would be fun if I saw Nick Claxton put you in a headlock. You would come up to his nipples. <laughs> Or Wembayana or whatever his name is. Well, he's not on the Nets. No, no, I know he's not on the Nets. Victor Wembanyama. That big guy, he'd have to get on his knees to get me in a headlock. You had the battle last night of Wembanyama and Chet Holmgren. Two very tall men. Yeah. (laughs) That's not natural. No, it's not. It's And it's not good usually later in life. Think of, uh, like, I know Evan likes to tour boyhood homes of presidents. Yes. When you go to these homes... the beds are tiny. The well, the people were smaller, right? Isn't that smaller. proven? Yes. So, how did basketball players get so gigantic? I don't know. I do not know. I don't, I don't know. And could Wembayana play Wembenyama play NFL football? You know how they worry uh, no, about? No, he's not thick enough. No. You know how they worry about Kyler Murray being too short? 
Imagine this guy looking over defense, no. Jerry. No, because he's Getting not under he's, center. He's too thin. Yeah, but big offensive line. Like LeBron James, I think could play in the NFL with his body type. Victor Wembanyama could not. What about quarterback? No, punter. Imagine how much leg he'd get on that kick. Yeah, no, 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 right. no, no. I want to see it. Chet Holmgren. I thought he was taller. He's seven two. That's Mike Holmgren's son. <laughs> No, it's you were not saying Mike Holmgren's son. You were telling me off the air. <laughs> <He's such a laughs> Plays NBA basketball. His parents are Dave Holmgren and Sarah Harris. Oh, okay. So different Holmgren family. And Sarah Harris, let's see. She she's got to be tall too, right? To, oh yeah. To produce a seven foot one kid, yes. you would think so. You have to have two tall parents. You would think yeah. at least one. Yes, at least one. At least one with the dominant tall gene. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's a dumb. Where is Mike Holmgren these days? <laughs> Retired. Mike Holmgren's got to be in his... We never hear about him coming out of retirement. He's got to be in his 70s, no? Yes. Now, I know Belichick is, too. I say late 70s. Mike Holmgren, 75. 75? Yeah. I mean, listen, Rick Pitino, 71. He just took on the St. John's job. That's true. I'm sure Mike Holmgren, if he wanted to, could still coach. I was reading that Rick Pitino sends out super long text messages to players. Okay. What's the context? Just like motivational type things. All right, cool. Where he just scratches out a... How'd that work on uh, Monday night? Did they lose? Uh, by a lot. <laughs> to who? Uh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. They Oops. were down by 30 at one point. Mm. Jerry, the Lions wide receiver, Jamison Williams, set uh, the social media world on fire yesterday. what he do? He showed people how he eats his McDonald's hamburger. Okay. Which is he scoops an Oreo McFlurry and puts it on top of the meat. Sounds delicious. <laughs> what? That sounds delicious. An Oreo McFlurry on the meat that and then the awesome. bun on top of it? Yeah, why not? Man. You know it's really awesome? Were... Fries and vanilla ice cream. Yeah. That's awesome. People like to do that at Wendy's where you get the Frosty mm-hmm. and then the French fry. Very good. And they really like that. Yeah. That sounds it sounds great, though. Really? Yeah, a little burger, put some ice cream on top. Oh, delicious. He should do a deal with McDonald's, at least locally in uh, the Detroit area. He could do that. Right? He could do that. People would be into buying that. I would try that. You would go for that. Yeah, I would try that. A McFlurry. So, so the McFlurry is the McFlurry is the thing to do in the blender. Yeah. Where like they like blend the, the Carvalanche. Yeah. Where they put the candy or the cookie in and then it zips it all through. Or the DQ Blizzard. Yes. All very so similar. So you would take a scoop of that and you would smother the top yeah. of the burger and then put the bun on? I'm in. You're in for that. I would try that. All right. Where's Craig? He would have burgers and ice cream up here by 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Smearing it with McFlurries and all that I stuff. I got to be honest. That sounds terrific. Really? Okay. It does. It might the, not be any good, but I would try it. People thought he was nuts. There were very few people, Jerry, that well, were backing this. I like milk with pizza. People think I'm nuts. That's a lot of dairy. <laughs> got the cheese. I, whatever. I'm not lactose intolerant, so. You're like, bring it on, lactose. Not matter. Yeah, it's whatever. These wusses that are lactose intolerant. You Jerry. like what you like. Like you like fish. I think fish is disgusting. Yeah, to each his own. We do eat a lot of bottom feeder fish, which you're not supposed to. Just, it, it, like, are shrimp bottom feeders? That's the only fish I really like. Yeah, I don't know. Are shrimp even fish, or are they just Good sea question. creatures? They're sea creatures. Yeah, <laughs> they're like seahorse. Like we don't eat seahorses. Hmm. Right? Why is this? Why not? We eat octopus. Right. We eat almost anything in the well, sea. I don't, but you do. Except the seahorse. You're really a salmon guy. Yeah, but I've been reading a lot about, like, if you get that regular salmon that you get, like, in restaurants or in the supermarkets. Oh, they, that's good. You don't do that often. <laughs> the the, uh, the the farm-raised. Not good. supposed to be bad for yeah. you. You well, need fresh, Jerry, wild-caught salmon. Is cod good? I don't know. It doesn't sound good. 
How about the how about the uh, the fish sandwich at uh, McDonald's? Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> that is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's little... it called? McFish. Filet fish. Filet fish. That's, <laughs> that's a... Jerry. If you worked at McDonald's, you'd be like, "What about this for an idea?" McFish. <laughs> Why is it not called McFish? <laughs> we got McNuggets. We got an egg McMuffin. I want McFish. You know, somebody was at the meeting and what? How about McFish? They're like, "You idiot! We need something interesting." <laughs> that is interesting. God. I don't understand why it's not. Right. In your presentation, you would have one slide that said McNuggets. Yes. Right? You'd be like, we already, these very popular McNuggets. Absolutely. Next slide, McFish. <laughs> yes. Like, or even, no. how about we compromise? Filet-O McFish. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to add a Big Mac in there. Big Filet-O McFish. <laughs> really perfect. big. Yes. We're a big society. We like big. People love a uh, McDonald's fish sandwich at uh, during Lent when you're not supposed to eat meat. Okay. They go, I'll go get a McFish. <laughs> Whatever works. The filet McFish. Sounds great. filet fish I don't think I've had one of those since I was a kid. A McFish? <laughs> yes. What about this? McShrimp. <laughs> I would try that. I like shrimp. Fried shrimp? Uh, Mc- yes. Why won't they do McShrimp? I, I would try a McShrimp. I think Popeye's does shrimp. Well, they do pop. Yeah, they do um, Cajun cuisine. Yes, the popcorn shrimp. Popcorn shrimp, which really to me is just the coating. A lot of breading. Yeah, a lot of breading. Also delicious. Oh, popcorn <laughs> shrimp and grease. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, we get you to Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sportsman. Look, this is timely talking about the Warriors and T Wolves. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Oh, we got a couple minutes for you. We'll get you Boomer and Geo. One half standing by already. What else, Al? Jerry, we're going to get a uh, a lot of uh, Turducken references again this uh, Thanksgiving. We they're are. Gonna, why? Uh, well, they're going to honor John Madden uh, oh. with uh, patches. I feel you're like gonna... we honor John Madden every Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think you're getting it again. This time you're getting a patch for your uh, jersey. Remember last year they had the documentary. Was it last year or the year before? Where they had that um, that video documentary that was released before the game. That was on Fox, I believe. Oh, right. It was pretty good about his career and everything. Yeah. It was very good. That, and they're going to have the coin flip, Jerry. Heads is John Madden's head. His ass? Tails? No, the turducket is tails, oh. Jerry. Oh, I don't know. Your heads and tails. Yeah. We got Lions. Now, finally, the Lions are interesting, and we the get Lions them on are... there. Who are they playing, though? Packers. Oh, God. Oh. And then they, I, the Cowboys in Washington. I hate oh. Washington. I know. Terrible. I didn't even look at the... That having been said, go back a couple years, Colt McCoy lit up the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day when I don't think Washington was a great team, and I thought the Cowboys were expected to win. Yeah. I don't want to see Sam Howell lighten up AT&T Stadium. No. You need C.D. Lamb to get another 150 yards. I agree. Yes. yes. Uh, For another 49-17, let's go. What's the the Thursday night game next week? Do you know? No. Thanksgiving night? No. I I was like, by the time Thursday night comes Oh, Giants-Bears. Is that for real? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be kidding me, Jerry. Actually, very good. A good you game. got Niners in Seattle. Oh, that's a very. It's almost like you know the we're waiting all day for Sunday night Thanksgiving. We're waiting all day for Thanksgiving night. You've been waiting all night, all day for Thursday I mean, night. Well, yeah. In this Come case, on. the Niners and Seahawks. Good game. Yeah. And uh, a very Arr. bizarre story, Jerry, which I'm not understanding. That there was an arrest made in the skate blade death of the former NHL player who who died after getting a, th- yes. a sl- but they don't know tell you who got arrested. No, every story is very vague. Um, 
I will tell you the AP story. Yeah. I guess suggests would be the right word. They're making it sound like it's probably the player that caught him. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.